Father, thank you for your love. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you for your holy written word. Thank you for the Holy Spirit, our helper and our guide. And Lord, right now our hearts and minds are open for this quick session um, that we have every Monday, every Sunday morning. Our hearts and minds are open to receive the engrafted word with meekness, by faith and with gladness. In the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Amen. You know, I remember a word, a line of prayer that our pastor used to say many years ago. He said when he was a young person, they would say this in church, that the carnal mind, the carnal mind cannot interpret the scriptures. The carnal mind cannot know your ways. It's very impossible for the carnal mind to know the ways of the spirit because it takes a child that is born with a DNA into a family to know about the family. If you do not have the DNA of a family or the gene of that family doesn't run in you or you are not intricately a part of that family, there is no way you will know very well about that family. You will just have ideas. Do you understand? It's like somebody's trying to build materials. So no kind of mind really can interpret the scriptures. You know, I've, I've most times, you know, um, hear people and see people, you know, they, 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 they compare maybe a spiritual leader, maybe with their managing director or with their group head or with their head of industries or their head of company. They say they are both bosses. Um, they're both bosses. They, they lead people and uh, they, are, uh, they have subjects or people that are answerable to them. But one thing I say is that it's different when it's spiritual. The one that gave you the spiritual work is God Almighty. Yes, the Holy Spirit now is here on earth with us to guide us. The, Jesus spoke in, in John. Jesus said in 7, He said, Pray ye the Lord of the harvest that he will send more laborers into his harvest. That Lord, Jesus said, was the one praying there. The Lord of the harvest that he was talking about was the Holy Spirit and is the Holy Spirit. Is the Holy Spirit. He's the Lord of all that we do. Is the law, you know, like how is the Holy Spirit the Lord of all that He do? <laughs> because the truth is, Jesus, the man, is seated in heaven. Because that that part, you know, is where some people have to understand. I tell people it's not possible for somebody that is not born again to understand the Trinity. You can't understand it. Even somebody that is not born again that will pick the Bible and begin to read it, it is not possible for you to understand it. It, it is not possible because there is the spirit behind that word. That is why they would take the same word in a court. They would take in a, I mean, secret court. They would take the same word, try to read it out in the secret court. It couldn't work. It can't work because why? There is a spirit behind the word because the word requires an environment for it to function. That is why we have the Holy Spirit to help us interpret the scriptures. That's why as a Christian, 
you are not just living a free thinker's life. You are not a free thinker. Now, the word of God is the one that gives us the thoughts to think. Remember in Philippians chapter 4, this, this just takes maybe a bit away from what, but it's fine. If you read Philippians chapter 4, and in verse 8, the Bible says, Finally, brethren, what things soever are true, what things soever are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be virtue, any excellence or virtue, if there be any virtue or excellence, and if there be any praise, think on these things. The word of God now gives us the material to think. He gives us what to think on. Remember what the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 26 verse 3. The Bible says, Thou you will keep in perfect peace. Him, her, you will keep in perfect peace. Him, her, whose mind is stayed on you. The one that has his or her mind stayed on God's word and on God is the one that God keeps in perfect peace. And the word peace there is akin also to the word called shalom. Shalom means perfect peace. It means peace, peace. It means peace that comes with prosperity. It's peace that comes with prosperity. The Bible articulately has put us put this to us in third John verse 2. The Bible says, Is it beloved? He said, I wish above all things that you prosper. I want you to prosper and be in health. Did you see that? I want you to prosper and be in health. Even as your soul prospers. He spoke about the three compositions of man there. In that third John verse 2. He said, beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper. And that you be in health. In good health. Even as your soul prospers. The first part he spoke about was a spirit. Because man actually is a spirit. Man is a spirit. But he has a soul. What is a soul? The soul is your in, is the seat of your intellect, your will, and your emotions. You know why I'm saying that? Just quickly go to First Thessalonians chapter five. If you just go to First Thessalonians chapter five, and in verse twenty-three, I, I'll, I'll talk about that. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly or completely. That's what the Bible is saying. The, the very God of peace sanctify you completely, wholly. He says what? And I pray God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. On Tuesday, we spoke about the five blessed hope of the church. I spoke about the five blessed hope of the church. First, I spoke about first the rapture of the living saint, which is a cutting up of the saints. First Thessalonians 4, 13 to 16. Number two, the soon coming, the soon coming of the king the lord jesus that is in the second coming but the rapture takes with first before the the second coming in the second coming we're all going to come with jesus to come right here here on earth and the devil will be bound for a thousand years well, for the millennium he will be bound for the for the millennium thirdly the third hope of the church is what the resurrection of the saved dead Remember what the Bible says in that first Thessalonians chapter 4, chapter 4, verse 13 to 16. The Bible says, And the Lord he said, Don't let us be like those that don't know God. 
that don't know God, that think as though that those that depart from the body, don't let us be sorrow like those that, the, that, that, are, that are sorrow for those that depart from the body, because that is just a physical death. The three kinds of death according to the Bible. There first there's spiritual death. Number two, there's physical death. Number three is a, is a second or the eternal death. Those are the three kinds of death. I could talk about another day. But all these things were all things we, we, we learned in Rama, in Rama Bible Training Center. So so and also the I've said about three. Number four, the hope of seeing our loved ones again. That's another one. The hope, the hope of seeing our loved ones again. That's the fourth one. The fifth one, uh, except I check, uh, my note is not here. But, but I could always remember that. I, I said about the, the cutting up of the saint, the soon return of the king. Number three, uh, the resurrection of the saved dead. Four, the hope of seeing our loved ones again. But there's a fifth part, and I, I can always remember that. So that's that's very important. So I was speaking about speaking about the composition of band force from First Thessalonians chapter five, from verse twenty-three. So the Bible says in that third John verse two, he said, "Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health." He wants you to be in health, good health, and sound mind. He said, "And be in health, even as your soul prospers." It's his desire that our soul prospers, that we do well in our soul. So man actually is a spirit, though he has a soul and he lives in a body. But man is not a soul. Man is not a body. Man is a spirit. The real, the real man is a spirit. When man dies, physical death, his spirit departs from his physical body. His physical body was made in Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. It was formed from the dust of the ground. The Bible says God formed man of the dust of the ground. That is the word Asar. A-S-A-H. But prior before then, the word, he was created. The Bible said, and God, Genesis 1, 26. The Bible said, and, and, the Bible said, and the Lord said, and God said, let us create man in our own image, after our likeness. So God actually, I, I remember when Jesus was talking to the Samaritan woman in John chapter 4. The woman, Jesus told the woman, woman, woman please, would you give me water to drink? Um, the woman said, how can you be a Jew? Ask me, a Samaritan, to give you waters to, to drink. And those Samaritans were referred to as half-breed Jews. They were not full Jews. And the woman said, how can you be a Jew? Ask me to give you water to drink. Jesus says, if you know who is asking you, to, 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 who is asking you for water, you will give me water to drink because I can give you a well. <laughs> and the woman said, Jerusalem is where men go to worship. Jesus said, yeah. He says, but God is spirit. He said, God is a spirit. He said, God is spirit or God is a spirit. He says, Jesus now said in John 4, 24, when Jesus was talking to her, he said, men at, at, at a particular time would not need to go to Jerusalem again to worship. Jerusalem now it is a physical place. Remember, when we become born again, we became Christians. What does it mean to become a Christian? To be born again, to be born anew. It's called the rebirth. In the rebirth, you are born of the word and the spirit. 
1 Peter chapter 1 verse 23 the Bible says haven't been born again not of corruptible seed you were born of not of corruptible seed you were not born of something that could be destroyed you were you were not born of something that could perish the Bible says haven't been born again not of corruptible seed but of that which is incorruptible the seed with which we were born again it is incorruptible is that even by the Word of God did you see what the Bible says in 1 Peter 1 is that even by the Word of God which lives and abides forever the word of God with which we were born again is the incorruptible word. It cannot be corrupted. It is incorruptible. So when you see somebody say, but they said I had a blood infection. The Bible says in Leviticus chapter 7, he said the life, he said for, for the, he said probably for now, the Bible says the life of the flesh is in this blood. But now we are not living by blood because when Jesus, when Jesus resurrected from the dead, Jesus had no blood because uh, the, the 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 Roman the Roman soldier had had put a spear through his side, and blood and water had gushed out, and his heart had become ruptured. So there was no blood again. Jesus told Jesus told Thomas, he said, "Flesh and blood." Uh, sorry, he said, "He said flesh and bone." That's why he said, he said, "Flesh and bone cannot be hidden." He said, "Touch my hands." There was no blood. He didn't have any blood again. He was not living by blood again. Our life, our composition in the new, in the new, in the new generation, in the new creation, we are not living our life by the blood. Now we live by the life of the Son of God. What does that mean? The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Now there's a there's an implanting of a new life called eternal life. It is called Zoe. Zoe. What is Zoe? Zoe is the very own God's kind and type of life. That is Zoe. That is what we have now. Zoe is what we have now. Zoe. That is eternal life. John 3 16 the Bible says for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have Zoe. Zoe was what we received. We received the life of God. First John chapter 5 verse 11. The Bible says and this is a testimony that God has given to us. Eternal life. He said and this life is in his son. He said he that has a son has this life. Zoe is what we have now. It is a very God kind of life that we have now. Zoe cannot be sick. Zoe cannot be poor. Zoe cannot be infected. Zoe cannot be killed. Zoe cannot perish because it is eternal life. So I asked Christians at times, what did you receive when you said you became a Christian? Somebody said the promise of God. You did not receive the promise of God. And if you check it very well, the Bible says in John 3, 16, the Bible, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, and John 3, 16, John 3, 16 saying, the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. His what? Only begotten. His only begotten. Before his death and his, before his death, he was the only begotten but after he, he died he was buried and he resurrected he became the first begotten of the father now who are we we are his brethren Roman 8 the Bible says we're heirs of God we're joint heirs with Christ we are joint heirs with Christ we are joint heirs with Christ we are together with him we are his brother he's our brother he's our big brother we look like our God Father. God doesn't have a body. He is a spirit being. So also man is a spirit being. But he gave us a body here on earth to operate here on earth. Your body here on earth is your certificate of occupancy. 
That's what qualifies you to be on earth. That's why demons, demons are not permitted to be here on earth because this is not their abode. They are bereaved. They've been bereaved of their physical bodies. So they are not permitted in this, in this, uh, people call it space now, in this environment. They're not permitted in this environment. Hallelujah. They're not permitted in this environment. We carry the life of God right now. That's what we have. The Bible does say in 7, in 7 Corinthians chapter 5 and in verse 17, in verse 14, from verse 14, says the Bible says, Henceforth we know no man again after the flesh. We don't know any man after the flesh. There is no British. There is no American. There is no Hispanic. There is no Asian. There is no Chinese. There is no Indian. There is no Sri Lankan. There is no African. No. Why? Because if, if proudly, I've heard people say, they, they say proudly, they say, I'm, I'm an American proudly. Listen, that American, if you are going to operate by that American and not a new creation, that means you are still subject to the death that is on Adam. Now, we don't belong to the first Adam. We belong to the second Adam. Romans chapter 5 verse 17 says, what the Bible says, For if by one man's offense, death reigned by one. The Bible says much more. For if by one man's offense, through the offense of one man, death came. To that, that man's offense, he sinned. Sin brought death. So for if by one man's offense, is, is for if by one man's offense, death came by one. The Bible says much more. They which have received abundance of grace. Now, we have received abundance of grace. The Bible says what? Well, and the free gift called righteousness shall reign as kings in this life. We're meant to reign as kings. We are meant to reign as kings. We are not servants. I mean, we, oh, oh, glory to God. We are meant to reign as kings. Revelation chapter 1 verse 6 says, the Bible says, And hath made us kings and priests unto God and his father. He's made us kings and priests. We're kings now. I said that in the session yesterday evening. Ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 4. The Bible says where the word of a king is, there's power. Oh, glory to God. Where my word is, there's power. Job 22, 28, the Bible says, And you shall declare a thing therefore, and it shall be established. He said, And the light shall shine on your ways. We're Christians. We're believers. We're, listen, we even transpose. We, we, we are more than believers. We are possessors of eternal life. How? The Bible says that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. Should and shall are strong assertive words in English. That whosoever believes in him should not. It did not say, it did not say could not. In some renderings, I know some renderings do shall, but should not perish. But have Zoe. 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 Zoe is what we have now. Like I said, when we started, no carnal mind, no carnal mind can interpret the word of God. No carnal mind can know the mind of God. You know, and last week, I remember in service last week, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, I said, there are three kinds of man. First, there's a natural man. There's a natural man. Number two, is a carnal man. And number three is a spiritual man. Who is the natural man? The natural man is the man that is just born of a woman. Job chapter 14 verse 1, you can see that also. Man born of a woman is of few days and his days are filled of trouble. That is a natural man. The natural man is the 
is an unregenerated man. He has not become a Christian. He has not received Jesus as his Lord and Savior. He's, he has not been born again. He has not been born anew. He has not received the life of God. He's just existing. He has not started living. Isn't that sad? And there are so many. So many like that. All those people are sweeter for the devil. Number two. See, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Oh, let me just show you. So that I won't just be saying some of this. Oh, I'll finish in five minutes. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. See verse 14. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. It, it is difficult. He won't understand it. It will look a bullet. The Bible says what? But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them. Because they are spiritually discerned. Spiritually composed. Spiritually coded. See 1 Corinthians 2.7. The Bible says what? But we speak the wisdom of God. See from, from verse 4. From verse 4. And my speech and my teachings. And my speech and my preachings. Well, was not with enticing words of man's wisdom. But in demonstration of the spirit and of power. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men. But in the power of God. See verse 6. How bad we speak wisdom. How bad we speak wisdom among them that are mature or perfect. Yet not the wisdom of this word. Nor of the princes of this word. That come to naught. See verse 7. But we speak the wisdom of God in esoteric language. In coded language. In, we speak the hidden wisdom of God. In a mystery. That is a mystery. To the natural man. is a mystery. He can understand it. He can know it. That's why you see some of them when, when churches are talking about me tithing, giving, and some other things. Yes, ah, uh, 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 he's not just a pastor. Mm, is he different from my MD? You better get it right. Except people that don't know that they are called of God. The minister is more than a coach. He's more than a speaker. He's a man sent from God. Except, except maybe he's just this natural speaker, uh, natural motivational or inspirational talker. They are two different people. There is an unknown. Ah, this is. I'm, I'm not a motivational talker. I'm not an inspirational talker. I'm not. I'm not any of those things. No, 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 no. I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm a man sent from God. The words that I've been speaking and sharing with you are the words of God. It is. These are not advice. This is not an advice. These are the words. These are the word of God. You are far more than it. Yes. Does it mean that he cannot do those things? He can. But let me tell you, when he's doing those things, the unction, when he comes or switches into his office as a minister, is different. So he, he could be the motivational talker. He could be the inspirational talker. But when he switches into the office of ministry, as a minister under the unction of the spirit, is different. It's different. Is different. I read it yesterday to you in First John chapter 2. The Bible says in First John chapter 2 verse 20. The Bible says, but you have an unction. We have an unction. We have an anointing. There's an unction to function in the office. We have an unction. We have an unction. We have an unction. We have an unction to function. We have an anointing to function. There is an anointing. What is an anointing? Anointing. Anointing means rub off, smear. Like you wear, you do your perfume. What you what you cologne your body with, 
The perfume you wear is what you smell. What we wear as unction, as anointing, or as a smear that we've smeared ourselves with and rubbed ourselves with, what we smell is God. Because we have come, we are in fellowship with the Father. First Corinthians 1 9, the Bible says, and had called us into fellowship with his son Jesus Christ. He said, God is, God is, God knows. The Bible does not say God was. God is. Now faith also is. Hebrews 11. Now faith is. God is. Is not was. God is, is. If God is, then I also. If there's anything like I is, I is. Jesus said, I am, I am. Leave the past. He did not say I was the God of Abraham. He said, I am. I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He says, I was. It is not I was. I am. I am. A he. He said, I am God. He's God. This morning, an unction has gone forth. There's power that has gone forth. There's a glory that has gone forth. Right now, there's just wellness. There's just wellness everywhere. There's just wellness. There's just wellness. I mean, there's healing everywhere. There's healing everywhere. There's glory everywhere. I'm telling you, there's glory everywhere. There's healing everywhere. As these words have been heard, there's healing. There's healing. There's glory everywhere. I see light. I see light coming and darkness dispel. I see light coming. Darkness dispel. That discouragement weighs off. It weighs off right now. It weighs off right now. The confusion weighs off right now. Answer has come. Solution has come. Healing has come. No more way down. No more way down. By the power of the Spirit. Grace. Grace is at work right now. Grace is at work right now. Hallelujah. Every charge is dropped. Every charge is. They are all dropped. I don't know who the person. All charges are dropped. All charges are dropped. All charges are dropped. It's a new day. It's a new day. I tell you this year. Anything that is not done in sacrifice. What I mean sacrifice now mean. I don't mean money alone. If you are still living a life of convenience. What I mean. Ecclesiastes chapter 11 verse 4. If you read it from the living Bible. The Bible says. If you wait for perfect conditions. You will never get anything done. If all you are still doing is convenient Christianity. Then that's not Christianity. David said, I will not offer unto him that which cost me nothing. You know, I, I, even nowadays you see people that are, they've been so comfortable. Church going is a luxury. It's a luxury. Where's your skill in the house of God? Where's your talent in the house of God? In the things of God? Where's your gift in the things of God? Money is even far. Where are your skills? Where are your abilities? You gave them all to the employer. The, people, the same people that will quit you one day and send you away. They don't send you. Just get the job done. If you like it, another, they get another person for you. How much more in the house of the Father? How much more in the things of the Father? I want my money to be there. Because this year, we will so publicize the things of the Spirit. I tell you, February will be a different month. What I mean, February will be a different month, I tell you, I tell you, the impact would increase. 
We reach more people, we reach more race, we reach more generation. Never forget, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12, say, but we are come unto Mount Zion. What is Mount Zion? What is Zion? Zion is the city of God. Zion is where God stays. If you read in Psalm, in Psalm 48, the Bible says, I could read that to you, this is Psalm, Psalm 18, Psalm 48. The Bible says, great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He said, in the city of our God, in the mountain of his holiness, Psalm 48, let me just read that, say something about Zion to you. Psalm 48, the Bible says, great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He said, in the city of our God, did you see that city of our God? In what the mountain of his holiness, see verse 2, beautiful for situation, King James says situation. If you read it from the new King James, it's a beautiful for elevation. The joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion. Where? Where is Mount Zion? The sides of the north. The city, what? Of the great king. God is known in her palaces for a refuge. For lo, the kings were assembled. They passed by together. That's where he stays. If you join into Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12. In verse 22. The Bible says, but you are come unto Mount Zion, unto the city of the living God. Did you, you hear what it says? City of the living God. Remember, the Bible says that beautiful for elevation. If you read that, you, you say Mount Zion is where? On the sides of the north. If you read in Psalm 75 or 6, the Bible says, he says, for promotion, he said for elevation or promotion, come neither from the east or from the west or from the south. But the Bible says, but the Lord is the judge. The only place that wasn't mentioned there was the north. Because actually, elevation is in Zion. Did you see that? Where I read in Psalm 48. Beautiful for elevation. New King James. Situation, the KJV said. But if you read from the NKJV, it's a beautiful for elevation, promotion, increase. It's Zion on the sides of the north. Increase comes from Zion. That's where increase comes from. And where the Bible calls it the city of what? The great king. The Bible says what? Unto Mount Zion, city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are what? Registered in heaven, and to God the judge of all, and to the spirit of just men made perfect, and to Jesus the mediator of what? The new covenant, and to the sprinkling of the blood, that speaketh better things than that of all Abel. That's where it comes from. That's where it comes from. I, I didn't finish the natural man, the carnal man, and the spiritual man. Maybe during the service by 10. Uh, that's um, 10, 10 London time, 11 Lagos time. During the service, I'll just finish on the natural man, the carnal man, and the spiritual man. Let me tell you. The devil loves the way you are cold. But I love the prophecy. When the Lord, when, when the angel appeared to John the Beloved in Revelation, he spoke about one of the churches. Is it Smyrna? He said, For you are neither cold nor hot. If you want to be hot, hot. If you want to be cold, cold. You can't be lukewarm. You can't be lukewarm. That you are owing nobody doesn't mean you are you are doing well. 
but that means you cannot even help anybody you cannot help the kingdom you cannot help you cannot help the kingdom all you are focusing on is yourself that is not life you say so far i can take care of my family who told you that is not where increase came from increase comes increase comes from giving yourself to the things of god that is where increase comes from that's where increase comes from don't live a life of selfish ambition that is what many are living their lives with you know i can drive a range what is a range a range that the day you die you can't drive the range again it's somebody else that will go and drive the range I acquire all this thing, watch your money and all this thing. They will go and get certificate of administration and go and claim all the monies and start flying around the world and say, Don't mind that funny brother that I think he didn't give us anything. They say, Let's go to Netherlands. Let's go and enjoy ourselves. Let's go to Dubai. What have you lived for? You have lived for nothing. You see, I tell people, live your life, have impact in the things of God. I used to say something when you spool your account. And you see where your money goes. You know where your treasure is. You don't, you don't do anything for the kingdom of God. When they talk about even tithing, you are already arguing. When they talk about offering, you already your body is already shaking. It's already getting hot. I tell people at times, all these things are changed. I've always said this, and that's been our experience. I tell people something. In, I remember in church in Lagos, I say, I say, when we have a need, I will announce it. Because the truth is, you have to announce it to the people. And I will tell them, come to church. Whether you gave it, whether you have it or not, the need will still be met. Why? Because I'm not looking at the people. They were not the people that sent me or sent us. Because I didn't, we didn't start, I didn't start alone. Do you understand? They were not the people that sent us. God Almighty sent us. He would take care of it. He would do it. He would do it. He would do it. He would do it. And he would do it big. He would do it big. You know, and I remember yesterday when I was about to lie down. I, I said something yesterday in my broadcast in three things. Three things. First, I said, remove fear out. Fear. Take fear out. Number two, take doubt out. Number three, take worry or anxiety out. Take those three out. Those are the terminators of fear. Fear is when you think you are incapacitated to do something. You are not able. Ha, ha, how will I? Listen, you are not alone. That... Fear comes when you begin to feel you are alone. Don't you see that time when you are with your friends? Five of you are walking on the road. You feel more confident. But now, there are more angels than those five people with you. You are not alone. Why are you afraid? Afraid over what? Afraid over what? Afraid over what? Afraid of what? Afraid over what? No, no, no. You will do all that God has said you will do. You know, be wise and be smart. Be wise and be smart. Oh, where is that? That's Revelation chapter 3, verse 16. I love the TPT. My wife posted it. Huh? It said, But because you are neither cold nor hot, but lukewarm, I am about to spit you from my mouth. Don't, don't be lukewarm. Don't be lukewarm. Don't be lukewarm. lukewarm. I, I, the first scripture I read in church last week Sunday, which I'll, I'll start with today again, Gener, Jer, Jeremiah 48, verse 10. The Bible says, Curse is the man. Who handles the work of Jehovah with flippancy or with levity? Everything that God has given to you, sit up with it. We, we, we got a good service now. 